You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I like the Dolphins to win nine games this year. We've already talked about that. This opened up as a three-point spread. It's bumped up by the hook. It's three and a half now. Miami at home, Sunday, 1 p.m. kickoff here Eastern time. Uh, Three and a half point favorites over New England. The total in that game, 46 minus 110 both ways. For Mac Jones and the Patriots to pull off the minor upset, plus 150 on the money line. The Dolphins, minus 185 favorites. Are you, before we break down this game, are you overreacting to what we saw in the preseason from New England? The play calling, obviously, with Josh McDaniels being gone. Um, it, it, it doesn't look great right now. And Mac Jones has struggled. I mean, he had a great rookie season, but now with Matt Patricia calling the plays, do you expect the same success, you know, or do you expect maybe a sophomore slump? Because he didn't look good this preseason, but are you overreacting or are you like, whatever, it's the preseason, he'll figure it out? I think the thing that scares me is that not only it's Matt Patricia calling plays, which is obviously yeah. shaky, but you also have a new zone blocking scheme with the offensive line. And that's, you know, very, you know, technical and difficult to implement early on, especially when you ha- add that into a new play caller, but also some new guys on the offensive line. And you have the existing guys moving all over the O-line. So I know that's like some nerd stuff and maybe people who aren't like really breaking down games don't care about that. But when you're talking about a team like Miami specifically, which gets the most, you know, blitzes the most in all of the NFL, like possibly the most like generate, like be able to generate pressure in the most organic way possible as well. Like this is a really interesting group when you've got a team, maybe they figure it out down the line, but this offensive line for the the Patriots, not only as they have, they look shaky with our eyes, everything that we've heard from people who cover the team says it doesn't look good. And that Mac Jones seems confused with the changes, which, you know, you're having to do because you do lose Josh McDaniels, but, Maybe try to keep things the same to keep things good for him. Yeah, and like I'm, here, here's the thing. I think Bill Belichick is, if not the greatest head coach of all time, he's definitely top three, right? I mean, yeah, we we could do the thing. Who is more important, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? And I know now Brady has the Super Bowl ring, and that has to kill Bill. But like, let's look at Bill had Cam Newton for a COVID season, Mac Jones the rookie. But he wasn't great last year. I've always been a big Josh McDaniels guy, not as a head coach. That didn't obviously work out the first time. We'll see. He uh, uh, screwed over Indianapolis, and now he gets another shot with the Raiders. We'll see what they look like this season in the toughest division in all of football, maybe NFL history. But, man, I like him a lot as a play caller. And Bill, last year on fourth down, we talked about this when we did the season preview. How many times did the Patriots punt on fourth and two, fourth and one? You know, right at the 50-yard line. They weren't very aggressive last year. They kind of had the handcuffs all season long on Mac Jones. And I thought that was more Bill, not Josh McDaniels. And so I'm not saying the game's passed them by or anything, but him, Matt Patricia, like that coaching staff, I used to like give the Patriots an extra two to three wins because Bill is that damn good. But I'm worried about them on the defensive side of the ball, especially in this matchup. You brought up the zone run scheme. I love what Miami's going to be able to do. And that's why I love that they picked up Chase Edmonds because on zone runs last year in Arizona, he averaged over five yards per carry, right? Um, Tua, I like what I saw, at least in the short sample size that we got in the preseason. Does he throw the best deep ball in the game? Absolutely not. But with an offensive line that actually blocks for him and with more than 2.5 seconds to throw the ball in the pocket, I think he's going to have a big season with Tyree Kill, with all those weapons. I think Jalen Waddell, like, 
I got him in the sixth round of my fantasy draft the other night. No, the seventh round of my fantasy draft. Wow. I think he might have a bigger year than Tyree Kill. He got two of the fastest wide receivers in the league, two deep threats. We don't know what they're going to do with Mike Gusecki because we know that um, Mike McDaniel wants to run kind of the Shanahan offense, and you have to have a blocking tight end. George Kittle, you know, we always talk about George Kittle because every year he's going to have 70 receptions and eight touchdowns. He's a great receiving tight end, but he's also one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. You know, he's really damn good. There's a reason why he's always hurt every year. So I'm excited for Miami offensively. I'm excited for them defensively. And I have some questions about New England, not only on the offensive side of the ball, but how good are they going to be defensively because they lose J.C. Jackson. We've talked about him how many times. I mean, he's one of the best corners in the league. He takes the football away. I don't know how many turnovers they're going to be able to create. I like Miami in this game. I haven't bet it yet, but I think that would be my lean to back the Dolphins. Um, I don't like the three and a half. I liked it better. You know, if there was a two and a half available, I do think they win this game by a field goal. I don't want to run out and jump on the three and a half when I could have just had the three, but I think Miami's my side here. Yeah, and I, I do think when you look at this from a football perspective, not a trend perspective, not the fact that it's a divisional opponent, not the fact that it's Bill Belichick against a first-time head coach and how he normally owns them. And obviously yeah. going into Miami is a, is a I would call that a, a con- conflicting or balancing act, act, balancing out factor, right? But when you just look at the football, on both sides of the ball, Miami's a much better team, much better roster. I think probably, uh, you know, on the defense and on the offense, I think their weapons are better in general. I like the way that yeah. they're I like the way that the play call is going the play calls are going to be compared to what they're doing in New England. So if I was going to do anything, I think I would take Miami minus two and a half in the first half. That's the only way I can play this game because I can't take Miami minus three and a half. It feels like a game where you can get a backdoor cover three. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think that might be the way to look at it. That I, I might end up, I'm not going to lie, I might end up just taking the Dolphins on the money line, especially if I could get a nice little uh, risk-free bet. Uh, if you look yeah. at it, so it, it's so crazy to say, man, Miami's the better team on paper. Because we're talking about a Bill Belichick coach team and just, you know, the Patriots have ruined, if you're a football fan, man, watching them win the Super Bowl every other year, or at least go to the AFC Championship game. It's got pretty annoying, but now like the Dolphins have actually won and covered the spread. So if you're like going back and forth on the money line or taking the three and a half, not only have they won, but they've covered the spread in the last three straight games against the Patriots. That's hard to believe. That's their longest winning streak since the 1999 to 2001 little mini era for the Dolphins where they were actually beating the Patriots. But man, like I was in grade school. I wasn't even in high school yet. The last time they won three straight and covered all three meetings against the Patriots. And I already brought up that they lose JC Jackson, who's one of the best ball hawking corners in the league, but they also lose a couple really underrated guys like Dante Hightower is gone on the defensive side of the ball. Kyle Van Noy is gone on the defensive side of the ball. So yeah, I like Miami a lot. And what I like that they've done finally for Tua, because, I mean, like, let's be honest, he has an offensive-minded head coach for the first time. And also, not only do they give Mike McDaniel the job, but, like, they bring in all the weapons that fit his system perfectly. Yes. Like, we already talked about Chase Edmonds. They bring in Tyreek Hill, because last year the problem was nobody was ever open. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit. Um, you know, they didn't have any receivers that could actually create yep. some separation. Now they have two guys that could do that. So now they could move Waddle around a little bit. They could work him out of the slot and the outside. We know Tyreek Hill could play all over the field. They're going to be able to get him involved, man. I think Miami's going to be a lot of fun this year. All right. I, I really do. I, I do think the hype's for real. Before we go, we have about a minute, Ryan. 
Your favorite prop in this game, my favorite prop is probably Mac Jones under 230 and a half passing yards minus 115. You know, in this game, I might actually go with an anytime touchdown for Chase Edmonds. Um, a couple other ones that I was looking at. I was looking at Tua's passing yards, 231 and a half. I like that. I think I'm going to go over on Tua, and I'm also going to look at his passing touchdowns. One and a half, it's minus 110. Would love plus money, but he could have two touchdown passes in the first half, both to Tyreek Hill. 